point to go to another point. So I admire the work ethic. I think that it should be reinforced throughout our neighborhoods, that everybody should work hard. Practice makes perfect. You have to be diligent about what you want. You have to apply yourself. You have to motivate yourself. And you have to do it for self, by yourself. And then you can do things for other people. But yeah, welcome to the Views from the 601 Podcast. I am your host with the most, <laughs> Daryl Reese Jr. And this is, what, episode 30. And I just want to start off by saying Free 21 Savage. <laughs> free 21 Savage, man. I don't think we, I don't think I talked about this last week. Did that news break last week? Yeah, I don't think I talked on. But, yeah, it was like, when was it? Like the Saturday before Super Bowl. I think it was the Saturday before Super Bowl. And apparently Ice came and got him saying he was from the U.K. He'd been living illegally in the U.S. since 2005 or something like that. Yeah. I think he was like, what, junior high? Something like that. I don't know. But, yeah, it's crazy because, like, I was thinking to myself, I don't know if this real or not. But then again, more news came out. More people like Jay Z and other other guy, other powerful guys came out in, in support. So I thought to myself, this man got arrested a couple of years ago. So why wasn't he like he was already in the system? So why wasn't he like brought up on anything? He I, I'm pretty sure he owned property in the U.S. So again, why they didn't get him then? They want to wait till his album out top of the charts and all these just to get them but i don't know man i don't know how that system works i don't know how all the ice situation and the legal immigrant situation works but i don't know man it ain't like he i think right now that got him detained or locked up or something like that it ain't like he did a crime recently or something like that but but yeah man just free 21 savage that's all i want to say on that situation but yeah what do you think about his album? You listen to the whole thing? What do you think about it? Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. That album really all that. I don't think I, I ain't listen to the whole thing. You need to listen to it. Well, nah, I know you don't. The best song was the one with Childish Gambino. I forgot what it was called. That probably was the last song on the album, wasn't it? Yeah, Childish Gambino. It was like in the middle. Okay. I probably heard that. I think it was like Break the Law or something like that. I probably heard that one. Man, that's the hardest song on the album. That's the hardest song on the album. But yeah, I know, like, I don't, I can't remember the last time I touched on sports. It's been a minute since I touched on sports, but a lot of people know the NBA rumors been going on. My Nuggets still ain't made a trade yet. I'm hearing Gary Harris might, I'm hearing Gary Harris might get traded. I'm 
or he he available. So we don't know how that's going. We don't know what's going on with that. And then a lot of other rumors is Anthony Davis. And I should I should be having a guest on in a little bit to discuss the Pelicans news, what's coming out of New Orleans and L.A. and things of that nature. So we're going to see how that goes. I think the recent trades that did happen was Iman Shepard just got traded to the Rockets, and they got somebody else. I can't remember. I know. Who's the guy the 76ers got? Um, Tobias, Harris. Tobias Harris just got traded to the 76ers for a couple of draft picks. Who else? Anderson, um, he got to, to Miami, didn't he? Yeah. I think so. And Gary Harris. Not get him. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to speak it into existence. You said who? Bobby Portis. Yeah, Bobby Portis just got traded to who we get traded to. Okay. He got oh yeah, he got traded. Somebody else got traded too. Somebody else got traded. I can't remember who it was. Tyler Johnson. Did I say Tyler Johnson? I think he got traded. He's I can't even remember. I can't even remember. But, yeah, right now I'm about to call Trevor, the guest, and see what he got to say about this latest Pelicans news. Hello? What's up, man? Hey, what's going on, man? Your phone ain't about to die on me, is it? No, I got 21%, so I should be good. It's only like 10, 15 minutes or so. All right. Well, you live on the podcast right now. Oh, wow. Let's go. <laughs> what you been up to, man? Nothing much. I've been out and about. I went out to get some food tonight, and about three or four trade happens. trades happened while I was out, so I'm trying to catch up on a lot of that. But I've tried to stay in, in tune, as we know most of the, uh, action happens within the last day or so within the trade deadline. So oh, yeah. definitely have to be on alert and have the have the Woj bombs ready to go on your phone. Oh yeah, don't count my boy Shams out either, man. <laughs> no lie. <laughs> but yeah, man, you close to the um Pelicans organization, and so what do you think? What do you think about it? Like, what, what do you think about the rumors that's been going on with Anthony Davis with the Lakers and the? that's been offered and the players that have been offered. What's your take on it? Well, I think New Orleans has played this just as they should have in the respect that if you're going to help the Lakers organization, an organization that has a history with New Orleans, obviously, uh, dating back to Chris Paul and whatnot, there's an optics that comes along with giving a player with Anthony Davis's stature to a team like Los Angeles who has a star like, uh, like LeBron James. Excuse me. So... You have to get a return for that. Maybe the Pelicans um, got a little too expensive, and that's fair. I mean, but the last offer I saw was something like six to eight picks with Kuzma, Ingram, Ball, um, a couple of fillers, and I think Zubox as well. Um, and the Lakers are out as of right now. They're they're silent. Uh, the Pelicans aren't calling back to their last offer. And it doesn't look like Davis is going to get traded by tomorrow. That was unlikely in the first place. But now this is a long-haul ride for the Pelicans. Do you play him after the trade deadline? Do you send him home? Is it worth risking him getting injured? There's a lot of different things that this Pelicans organization has to consider moving forward now. 
Yeah, I seen that. So do you think like I personally feel like this is true? Do you think the the Pelicans are toying with the Lakers at this point, like offering too much? I don't feel like they offer this much. Like they they wouldn't want this much from like other teams. Well, I, I, there's an issue with a couple of the components here that when you trade a player like Anthony Davis, you would likely want to get a player who is on track to be on an all-NBA level. Yeah. They don't necessarily see that as much in the Lakers package. And if they do, the key target seems to be Lonzo Ball. The issue there being he doesn't want to be in New Orleans, and his camp has been very vocal about that. Um, and then that's always difficult if you're – if the key piece that you want is a player that's a little skeptical about being in your organization, there's obviously a problem there from the fundamental start. So, in any way, I think the Pelicans are obviously a little more uh, focused on waiting until the summer to when a team like Boston can get involved yeah. with a player like Jason Tatum or possibly the New York Knicks if they were to land the number one overall pick. So there's a couple of other things that with them putting this deal off to the summer that they they probably get some more interesting packages. And there's also some risk involved where a lot of this could blow back into their face. They have to run back to the Lakers, and then that offer looks a lot less than it did here right at the deadline. So there's kind of both two, two different sides to this, but it does benefit the Pelicans to wait to see where those picks land after the lottery and wait until you see what goes on with Boston and what they're willing to offer. Because right now, Boston hasn't been willing to talk specifics with New Orleans. New Orleans kind of has wanted some type of promise um, from Boston as to what they would be willing to offer in the summer, and Boston has been unwilling to make a certain promise yet, but they have been using, I think, the phrase, which is kind of weird, uh, it'll be worth the wait um, for them to wait until the summer and see what the Celtics can put on the table. But yeah, I've been hearing about the Celtics and the Knicks situation. So per- I'm gonna ask you personally: if it was you, what deal would if you the Pelicans organization, what did what deal would you make? Would you go ahead and take the the bundle of picks with Lonzo Ball, Ingram, Kuzma, or would you wait till the summer and try to get a guy like Tatum and maybe Terry Rozier or some guys like that? So you personally, what what deal would you make? Personally, to me, I think the most interesting deal um, would be getting that number one overall pick. Should the Knicks land that and be willing to trade that with the max salary spots that they have, being able to add another, you know, free agent that would obviously be interested in playing with Anthony Davis, should he be there, you would obviously probably get a guy like Kevin Knox along in that package, plus a couple of other things. The Pelicans weren't really interested in Kristaps Porzingis anyway, um, because Kristaps wouldn't re-sign in New Orleans if he was traded there. So there's still some prominence of that, but there's only somewhere like 12 or 13% chance that New York lands that pick. Um, from there, I think the top guy that you would want to get is Jason Tatum. He seems like out of this crop of prospects that are for certain probably going to be on the table. You know, it's, there's not anything certain about a draft pick, but it seems to look like Jason Tatum would have to be involved in the deal with the Celtics. He would have to be the next guy because he looks like that that type of player who is on the trajectory to be an all-NBA caliber um, star, and that's what the Pelicans are interested in getting right now for Anthony Davis. Exactly. So, like, me personally, I would take the – I would probably take the Lakers deal. But then again, I did see LeVar, LeVar Ball come out and say – that Lonzo Ball might be interested in joining Phoenix. We don't know the we don't know the deal on Kuzma or 
Ingram situation, but I don't know, man. I feel like I feel like it might end up blowing blowing up in the Celtics face if they wait. And then again it could blow up in the Pelicans face and they might be like like you said, they might have their backs turned up um against the wall and they might end up have to trade Anthony Davis. But then again, I also feel like they might wait and then it leaves the it leaves the Lakers looking like with a look on their face and like, man, we put all these guys in trade talks and we just lost by forty two. So I don't know which side it's gonna look I don't know which side looking good for right now. If you're interested in the Lakers package, how many picks do you think the Lakers would have to involve to, to, to make that work with the Pelicans right now? Because I think the last serious offer that the Lakers made um, was that with that core group of young players and two first round picks. And and that's a solid deal, but I don't that's just not quite enough to get the Pelicans to move before the deadline considering that there's a number of other teams that will be willing to deal for him that they can't even put offers on the table yet because that's what you do when you're trading a star player. You you get you field all these offers and you kind of bounce them off of one another and try to leverage the market based on that. And, and half the market can't even get involved right now, more than that really, based on Anthony Davis's list of, of teams that he would be interested in even, in even re-signing with if they did trade him. So there would have to be a certain number of picks with the Lakers deal to, to get them to move on that right now, and I just don't think two is enough. Exactly, exactly. So what you're saying, maybe the Lakers, not the Lakers, but the Pelicans' best bet is to hope the Knicks get the first pick and then they can play around with trades with the Knicks and the Celtics, basically. Absolutely. That, that is the plan because there, there's only a select number of teams that Anthony Davis is interested in committing to long-term. He says the Celtics aren't one of them, but if we look back to Kevin Garnett, Kevin Garnett, when he was with the Minnesota Timberwolves, similar to Anthony Davis, spent a large period of him, his prime with a team who couldn't win, that couldn't establish a real winning culture around him. Um, and But he didn't want to go to the Celtics. The Celtics traded for him anyway, built a team around him, and obviously we know how that story turned out, a Hall of Famer and a champion with the Celtics. So the, the Celtics aren't going to be dissuaded by that, so they're in the mix. The Knicks are on his list. The Lakers are on his mix on his list and then the the Clippers and the Bucks are as well but neither of those two two teams can make the deal so obviously the Pelicans are going to wait until two of the three teams that can actually make a trade on his list can even get involved in these conversations exactly I feel like the Clippers just made a deal today and they got two first round picks in return so they could possibly could use them in the Anthony Davis trade I agree, and I don't think that when they made that trade that they completely ruled that possibility out. I don't think it was a, a trade uh, made with the purpose of gaining assets to, to facilitate an Anthony Davis trade, but um, that's definitely in the back of their minds. I think their their prime target, obviously, is, is Kawhi plus another guy, maybe a Kevin Durant, probably maybe somebody else. Um, but they have spots for two max salary players this summer and I'm sure those will be filled I think a lot of players are more inclined um, to go to the Clippers um, especially if Kawhi Leonard goes there rather than joining uh, an aging LeBron James exactly so I'm going to ask you this this is the last question I'm going to ask you so 
what's life what 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 do you think life is going to be like after anthony davis well it, it restructures the entire nba right it changes the landscape uh, of the way the course of, of nba history will be played out and there's a couple of different players that will change that um frankly a lot of different k's it's a large group of k's um kevin durant kimball walker Kawhi leonard clay thompson um, and then obviously you throw AD in the mix. Uh, a lot of different players can can change things up. But with Anthony Davis, depending on I mean the Celtics, the Lakers, the Knicks. These are especially with the Knicks. You go to New York, you're trying to save the mecca of basketball. You go exactly. to the Lakers, the Celtics. We we all understand the history of those franchises. So there's a lot that comes along with that. That but there's a lot of pressure that comes along with that too. Which to be honest, from from the start. The NBA endorses all of this. The NBA loves this. This is what the NBA thrives on. You know, the, we, we just got past the Super Bowl, and the entire talk, and rightfully so after, how, frankly, how boring that game was. But rightfully so, all of the talk that week was really NBA-related. Exactly. And uh, that's kind of the model the NBA is based on, the super team, the star power in the big market. And a lot of small market teams uh, and organizations aren't very fond of that, but it's the way the business is run, and frankly, it's what the fans are interested in. Exactly. Well, man, I'm going to leave you to it, and I appreciate the talk, man. Of course, always. Thank you for having me. All right, man. See you later. But, yeah, that was a good friend of mine, Trevor Richard. And, man, I don't think a, I don't think a deal gets done. I don't think it, you think so? What do you think? Mm-hmm. <laughs> They probably gonna trade them to the um, team they got the best, like the most often. It's probably the Knicks. You think so? Mm-hmm. They got the cap space, and they um, when uh, Porzingis gone, so they probably gonna have to give up some pieces. Yeah. To steal those. Yeah, the Knicks, the Pelicans' best bet is to wait to like the lottery, and then start making trades. Let's see what they're gonna do in the offseason. But I feel like if the Lakers like get a superstar like Clay Thompson or something like that. Yeah, I feel like if the Lakers get the Lakers get somebody in free agency, it's just gonna open the door for anything like for another for like a trade for like a a, a better trade from the Lakers. So I feel the Lakers gonna come out on top with this anyway. They so should. we're gonna they got see. Best pieces. Yeah. I don't know, man. I feel like yeah, they they toying with them. But I feel like if I was the Pelicans, I'd personally make that trade with the Lakers. But you also got to think about, like, you also got to think about, like, Lonzo Ball and them guys don't want to play there. That's what I'm saying. Lonzo been in the league, what, two years? Mm-hmm. Lonzo been in the league for two years. He got. Yeah, I been in there for three. Wait, no, nah, I think Lonzo. Yeah, Lonzo been in there, too. Yeah, this, this is year, year two. So, Lonzo got on his contract, like, Three more years though, and he gotta be with a, um, a team. So I don't know. We're gonna see on that. We're gonna see. We said who? <laughs> but yeah, who they point guard? Um, Booker, they saw uh, shooting guard. Booker, Come on, the dude with the hair. Yeah, yeah I think they twine. did. They ain't got twine, something like that. 
I can't even remember his name. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but yeah, I ain't talked about football. I mean, I'm gonna touch on that for like two seconds. Congratulations to the Patriots. Y'all will not be in the Super Bowl next year. I know I said that on my podcast last year, but I guarantee you this. Hear me and hear me well. The New England Patriots will not make it to the Super Bowl no more as long as Tom Brady and Bill Belichick are on the same team. I just feel like as a player, as a football as a NFL player, you got to be tired of seeing the same team. It's just like the Warriors. Like, you got to be tired of seeing the same team over and over and over again. You think the Warriors are done for two? I don't know. Yeah, the Warriors might make it back to the finals. If they win the finals this year, it's going to be their last year winning. Yeah, they win. Well, they don't win, like, three in a row, two in a row? Two in a row. That's crazy, man. That's crazy. That's crazy. But yeah, early Super Bowl predictions. Chargers, of course. NFC, I don't know yet. But yeah, the conversation lasted longer than I thought. Well, actually, it didn't. I was pushing for like 15 minutes, but I think it lasted like 11, I think. But, yeah, I want to get on something before I have another topic I want to discuss. Hold on real quick. And I tweeted this earlier. I made, like, a little small rant. It wasn't really a rant, but, like, a little small thing on Twitter. And the main thing was focus on your business, focus on business, and uplift each other. And what I mean by that is your job, majority of the things that bring in revenue, majority of the news sites that you see, it's all a business. Everything is a business. But in that business, we have to create a structure and we have to surround ourselves with people that are only going to uplift each other, are only going to uplift you. And I often see... And I often see young, I'm going to stop speaking on this, like, I'm going to touch on this maybe once or twice in the future, but I often see we as young people, we worry about the wrong things. And I see it all the time on social media. I need to take a break from social media. I really do. I might do that, like, in spring. I don't know. I need to do that, like, on a weekend or something like that. But I feel like... Young people are too busy worried about the wrong thing, too too busy worried about relationships, too busy saying niggas ain't ish, too busy talking about the, how much money they got, the car they driving, the rims they spinning, being single, being cheated on, what somebody else is doing. I feel like we as a young people is too worried about that. And I honestly feel like all of that is obsolete. Because don't nobody care. Don't nobody care about your, like, don't nobody care about those things in the long run. And, like, like I said, I see it all the time. And I told somebody this other day is people hating on each other is only hustling backwards. And I stand firm on that statement. I really 
truly believe that statement. And the things that we talk about, the things that we conversate, don't often perpetuate with things that are often important, that are important. And that's why I encourage, that's why I always encourage people to start their own. Everything was created from a small entity and a small idea. If it was created by one person, if it was created by a group of people, if it was created in a basement, if it was created in a garage or a dorm room, it all started somewhere. And I feel like we as a people, not just black, not just white, not just Mexican, Asian, Chinese, European, Indian, Jamaican. Am I missing some more? <laughs> Zimbabwe. I don't know if that's. A, I don't. I'm. I'm true. <laughs> it don't matter what national nationality we is. Like I honestly, truly feel like we as a people need to come together and create something and stop worried about shit that don't matter because all that stuff is obsolete. Like I said, you're like talking about how you sad, talking about this nigga ain't ish, talking about this relationship, just talking about stuff that simply don't matter. Talking about when we gonna get drunk, when we gonna get high, when we going to the club, what time, and this and that. It don't matter. And we as a people often find, stay stagnant. We stay stagnant in it, and it just, I, it bothers me to a certain extent because it's my own people that are doing it, and I see it all the time. And not just my own people, other people as well. But at the end of the day, you really can't change the world unless you change yourself. I can't remember who said that. I can't remember who said that statement, but you said who? He did say that to Diddy. He did say that, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is your phone, Charlie? Man, that mother went out earlier. It was so close. I was like, oh, well. Hey. But yeah, we as a people can't change the world unless we, unless we change ourselves. And that what often remain that what often keeps people stagnant is focused on stuff that don't matter. But yeah, I encourage people all the time to start your own if it's start your own business from starting your own just anything, phrase anything just that helps you bring in Things that can provide for the people that you love. And I encourage everybody to do that. Whoever's listening, I encourage you to do that. Pass it on. And it was a phrase or something like that I had in my head. I can't remember. I don't know why I didn't write it down. You said it. No, it was, it was a, I don't know if it was like a topic or something like that. Watch it come to you. Got this. Watch. Watch it come to me when it's on the episode. I'll, be, I'll probably just sitting down and be like, man. But yeah. I see it all the time, man. That's what it was. Niggas will put their money into anything except for a business. And that's something um Joe Budden said last week's episode, I would say, or the week before that. Maybe it was an older episode, I don't know, but and I often see it all the time. People will put their money into 
drugs, sex, rims, flashy chains, flashy watches. Except to create their own. And I feel like we as a people, we got to, like, I don't know. We just got to sit back and think about that. We, we really got to sit back and think about that. Baby, said something like that, too, didn't he? About the trends. About, you know, he said you got to be a trend or you got to be Rafflerin. He probably did. Mm-hmm. It was on an interview or something? It was on an interview. Which interview? Uh, with, I mean, it was a sit down with the BBC people. Remember he was talking about um, how everybody be trying to worry about what's right now instead of in the long run. It's an old interview? Nah, this was last year. It ain't Rap Radar, is it? Nah. How many people was on there? It was just him and the other dude in front of him. Uh, he was... Oh, I know it was one dude I watched. I watched two Jay-Z interviews with B-Dot and Elliot Wilson. And I can't remember the other two. You said what? I remember that one. Oh, yeah. But that's what I've been doing a lot lately, man. Just studying. Just... Studying the business. Just studying the business. And I also learned that you ain't got to be a business major to have to create your own business. Especially the way media is. I feel like that, that worked. Like that business major entity worked years ago when we didn't have like so much media and so much outlets and stuff like that. It'd be easier too if you were like a creative because you'll have a bigger skill set. Exactly. Exactly. But yeah, man, just, I don't know, man. I see it all the time, bro. I see it all the time. But end of the day, you just got to focus on the people close to you. Focus on the dope creators around you and just focus on uplifting the people around you, whether it's your friends, family. And just, I don't know, man, just, I don't know. I see it all the time. What's tomorrow? Third, I gotta get up and go run. I'm gonna run at the track. I said I was gonna run at night, but I'm gonna be editing all night. What track? Oh, no, it's the club pain at night. <laughs> Everybody be in there. Got next. <laughs> Yo, man, I got, bro, I bet it's deep in there right now. Mm-hmm. What time is it? 8.40. Oh, that's what we call the gym up here, club pain. That's crazy. I bet like that too. Mm-hmm, especially that first floor. Especially that first floor. I feel like I should have wrote more topics down. Oh, yeah, I'm hearing a lot of rumors that the, um Jesse Smollett thing, oh, no, it's kind of... Have you heard something about that? Like, it's like, it, I don't know. I don't really know too much about it, but it's like it's a lot of speculations that it's kind of, he lying or it didn't happen or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. I just want to see the video. The dude, the um, Empire dude, they got a job. Oh, him. Yeah. I ain't got to find I ain't know his real name. Yep, Jesse Smollett, I think. His, um, he got a sister also. She an actor. I can't remember her name. She played on Temptations. So it was a hate crime. Yeah, if it happened. I got to see the video. But for for now, I do believe it, though. I do believe it. 
You know what he said the other day? What? He said he the gay Tupac. Yeah. Look it up. It's on video. Is it? A, is it? Um, he had a show, like that next day, or like that. No, he had a show like three, two days after the incident. Maybe like three days after. And he said he the he the um gay Tupac. <laughs> that what he said. I think somebody played a clip of it. And I heard it. You see it. Yeah, that's crazy. Oh, he a real musician? Yeah. I didn't know that at first. Well, actually, I didn't know that at first. He's a good singer, though. I like him. He's a good singer. I'm going to some music majors was up here earlier. They got a whole recording studio. Okay. For real? Mm-hmm. What's on the birth club? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. <laughs> Bro, let's have club every day. Every single day. If I don't catch it early in the morning, I go work out, I catch it on my podcast because I upload it sometimes. Sometimes. But, yeah. Oh, yeah, R. Kelly. He announced a new tour overseas. Mm -hmm. I better sell out. I I knew it was going to sell out. Watch. K really. <laughs> yeah, I think he did. He trying to find like a distributor to like release his album. So he might I don't know how that's gonna work. And they can take it off too if they feel the need to. But yeah, shout out to Spotify. I just recently seen there's some business news. I just recently seen that Spotify just bought a podcast network, a podcast company, Gamut and Anchor. And they're, they are investing in $500 million in, in the podcast market this year. So salute to Spotify. I do have my podcast on Spotify. Oh, yeah. That's another thing. I, I ain't even mentioned it. My podcast is now on Google Play Music. It just got submitted. Well, I submitted the other day. It just got approved today. So it should be on the site tomorrow. So this uh, this coming out early in the morning. So check later that day. I'm going to provide the link when it does like get 100% published. But it is on Google Play Music. So my, my podcast is now on SoundCloud. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Play. But yeah, it's now all those podcast sites. I'm looking to get it on Pandora. I'm here to supporting podcasts now, and I'm looking to get it on Tidal. So I'm trying to get my podcast on six distributors. I don't know. I don't know. You can use my show. But I don't know. That I don't know. I gotta look into that. But I'm trying. I'm just trying to get my podcast on many, as many sites as I can, just to get it out there on whoever listening, just to spread my continue to spread my message to the world. And that's all it is, man. My grandma just called me. I'm about to end this episode. But yeah, 
check for this episode when it come out. <laughs> but yeah, that's it. I'm gonna leave with a song towards the end. I don't know what song I'm gonna play towards the end. Say what? No, I can't play Drake, man. I'm gonna get copyrighted. Yep. They need to do something. They need to do something with that. Like I feel like putting the music on your stuff is only supporting the music. I mean only supporting the artist. That's what I'm saying. I guess they feel like you're trying to profit from it. Yeah. And then again, if you do make money from the podcast. They can just take a percentage of it. Yeah, so I don't know how that works. Ian, Joe Budden, give me the top, give me the secret of how y'all be getting the music on the podcast. I need to know because I would like to play music that I actually, I enjoy the music I play, but I would like to play more music on the podcast. But yeah, always spread positive energy, positive vibe, continue to uplift the people around you, check on their mental status, continue to pray, and I'm out. I'm trying to be great. Y'all yep, moving like average yeah, human beings. Like, you know what I'm saying? I didn't come here to just fucking die. I came here to live, man. Change the world and be great. Man. You know what I'm saying? I need more. More, 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 more. I need more than anybody. Keeping a score while watching me score. Y'all keep the awards, I'll take the rewards. If y'all going for fun, I'll stay and record. But if y'all going to war, I'm there for sure. Wouldn't miss it. I'm living next to Michael, Bobby, Ralph, Johnny. My neighbor sounded like new addition. That's these guys. Us guys don't wear new balance and Levi's. Key West retirement plan. Ripping the Callaway club in my hand. Hitting balls off of the balcony into the sand. Trying to see where they land. October firm, the new chain of command. El Chico, this verse is the explanation for the large ego. 100 mil hands free like Ronaldinho. I go from star to Venetian in a small speedboat with girls we know. Take your pick, Brooke or Tanya. Both those shorties will lead a GPS on so I can find you.